Welcome everyone to the Inspired Jewish Woman podcast, a place to come together to meet other passionate Jewish women from around the globe. We here value unity and we come together from different backgrounds, places and stages in life. We focus on what unites us being a Jewish woman. We believe that every woman has a beautiful and unique light to shine to our community and to the world. In these podcast interviews, we find the light in others, and we learn from everyone. These are the topics that matter most to you and empower you to be the inspired Jewish woman that you want to be. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome, everyone. Meet my friend, Judy Victor from Minneapolis. It's so nice to have you here. This is just um, an excuse to spend a, a half hour with you, Judy. I know, <laughs> I know. I, I, I kind of fell in love with you, Judy, when I met you in 2016 on your Media Magnets Momentum trip an incredible trip. And I was part of 200 women on a regular trip and you were with your, I don't know, it was 40, 50 women on the media magnets. Uh, 40, yeah. And we met on the dance floor, okay? Enough said, enough said. Enough, when you, enough said. <laughs> when you Anyone meet people, I meet on the dance floor is a, is a true friend. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Wow, so I was blown away by your energy, your light, your charisma. And I've been following you ever since. If I need a boost, well, you know, I, I can follow you on your momentum boost that you are producing for the world. But if I need just like a mini Judy Victor boost, I'll just go on your Facebook page and watch one of your impromptu dance parties. I cannot even tell you how many times I have watched some of those videos. Like, I, I hope you don't think I'm a stalker, but if I'm sad, I just know where to go. And, and oh, your energy, you. your light, unbelievable, unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, so how do I even introduce this woman? Um, Judy has worked for over 25 years in um, fashion, event planning, nonprofit Jewish organizations. Now she is leading huge projects at Momentum. Um, are you the executive director? No. Oh, God. No. What's your title? So, so the CEO is Ben Perry, yes. and he fits that role very, very well. I would never want to be um, put in his place. Uh, no one can do it uh, like him. Executive producer. I do produce the Boost show, the Momentum Boost weekly show, and, and I do other projects as well. Whatever they ask me to do. Everything that Judy touches turns to gold. So every oh. boost that I've watched is just such an inspiration. Thank and you're you. very well known for your music video, The Power On. I mean, that has hit the world and that has gone so far. And if any of our listeners have, have not yet seen it, I, I cannot get through that video without you know, melting into tears. It is so powerful, so Thank meaningful, you. the words, the motions, everything. You did it all, right? I don't want to take full credit by any means. It's really um, my husband. We co-created this and co-produced it and, and wrote it. And he really is the musical genius. I just came along for, for the ride. And I will tell you, I, I'm so honored and blessed to have, have done it for momentum and have received lots of messages and of, of positivity and people saying like, this is so amazing and that it really helps them through on a bad day. Um, selfishly though, it was such a pleasure for me. I was telling another Momentum educator, Ayanna Rame in Florida, 
I said, what was most successful or what I got out of it that I loved the most is the fact that I got to fall in love with my husband again and that we were in his space in the studio working countless hours on it. And I just got to see him in his environment just shine and soar. And it was in a way that we both benefit and we are reaping the benefits still for seeing everyone so inspired. So it's like, I just have chills. And and that's really what it's all about. When something is coming from such a deep place within you and you put that out to the world, it enters the heart, right? And it entered so many thousands and thousands of hearts because it was coming from a beautiful, beautiful place, a place of love. it, It did definitely come from our heart. So hopefully it was received there as well. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm so excited to have this conversation. Usually when I get on with a woman that I just want to pick their brain, hear what their passion is. So when I asked you a couple days ago, I can't remember when we decided we're going to get on and do this. So I asked Judy, what's, what's burning in your heart right now? Like, what is your fire? And I love what you wanted to talk about. It's it's almost as if you opened my book and you read my notes <laughs> because this is, <laughs> I know, I'm like, how did she know? So do you want to share what's your passion, what you want to talk about right now? So this idea of really trying to infuse and inspire people um, with life and energy so that they in turn can actualize their potential. Like, I feel like I'm a conduit to other people's growth. And when I see their growth, it helps me grow. So um, I, I get pleasure from seeing other people have pleasure. Yeah. Well, I just experienced this with Judy because a week ago, two weeks ago, when was it? Um, Judy and I were on Momentum Retreat with 60 women and Judy and Gerilyn and a whole team of incredible women were making everything happen. And that's something that I got to see in action, right? Judy was more or less behind the scenes, right? She wasn't the front speaking on the microphone, but without Judy, the whole thing would have fallen apart. Without everyone. I'm one part of the team for sure. Very strong part of the team and a very humble part and and it is a team that's everything we do is with so much teamwork at momentum it's it's like part of what makes it what it is right it's like this incredibly powerful group of of inspired passionate people we believe in it so much that it comes across so I got to see this in action how you basically create space for other people to flourish Mm. that sum it up? Yeah, you know, it's been a, a lifelong journey for me to figure out how to be in this world. And I continue on that journey. And um, I had a mentor of mine talk to me about an opportunity for growth. And, and it was a little bit painful, which is fine. I'm not averse to lessons, I think. But there's this idea in Judaism, this word called simsum, when Hashem, before creation started, he had to sort of contract himself or itself to even come up with this idea of creation. At least that's how I comprehend it. I'm not an expert in Kabbalah at all and and mysticism. I'm a novice when it comes to to, uh, Judaism, but I, I love learning. So I, I, every time that I feel like I have to give space or create space for others to flourish, I think of this word 
symptom and being able to contract without taking away from my essence, giving space while still remaining myself. Let's just stop right here for a second because this is big stuff. This is very deep. And I think it's an art. How many years ago did you hear about this idea? Well, I've heard about SimSum for years, but this mentor of mine, I would say within the last five years, but it's a daily practice. There's sometimes when I fail badly because my ego is bruised and I'm like, hey, I got to stick up for myself and whatever. And then there's times where I succeed and I'm like, that was a win. There was a time in my life where I was in a relationship. I won't give so many details that I felt that my light, my power was overwhelming for the person that I was with. And I remember speaking to my mentor at the time and asking her if I should dim my light in order to make more space for this person. And she actually told me, no, you know, it was just one opinion, but she said, you should never dim your light because it wouldn't be good for you and the next person either. But it is something that's constant work to find the right amount, the right balance, I guess, of knowing who you are, presenting yourself to the world, and also walking with a tremendous amount of humility and understanding of your surroundings. Yeah, and I think when I talk about Simsum and contracting, the opposite, like, I agree with you. I'm not talking about dimming my light. It's almost you're expanding the space while you exist within it without dimming your light. Like there's this concept that when the Beit HaMikdash, the holy temple stood in Jerusalem and everyone would make a pilgrimage there three times a year, that millions of people went into the Beit HaMikdash. How could they fit millions of people? So what I heard is that there's this idea that God expanded the space for everyone to be in there at the same time. So I think that's sort of what I'm doing in my little way. I love it. I love the comparison to the Holy Temple. Um, if you think about it, just to take it one step further, if everyone came crowded in there and it was like standing room only, and then when it was time to bow down on the floor and it was like miraculous, like there were just things for everyone. And if you think about the land of Israel, which is in all of our hearts right now, the land is actually compared to the skin of a deer. So just think, you know, please God, we should have better times and we all make it back amen, to Israel amen, one day. Amen. Amen, amen. And all amen. the Jews come from all over the world with the coming of the Messiah. Like just imagine these dreams that we've been holding on to for millennia. And how are we all going to fit? Well, God promised that the land will stretch. stretch. It's very powerful. It's God did it. And we're trying yeah. to emulate God and we could do this in our own lives. That's beautiful. Yeah. The topic for today was going to be making space for other people to flourish. We were talking about um, how you see people, you see people, you feel people, you make space for them, you embrace them, you help them shine. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful work. It's, it's a very feminine act, this act of making space. If you think about what a woman goes through in her own body, how we make space, like our organs are like moved to the side to bring forth life. I remember like my baby kicking and I'm like, I think that's my spleen. Right. I, it's so funny that you're saying this and using that analogy. Last night, I was lying in bed watching YouTube videos of births, like birth vlogs. I said to my husband, do you think this is like weird that I'm watching this on my free time? He goes, no, no. I said, I just 
love the ability and the potential of creation, anything and expansion. Expansion and also giving birth actually, like it's like how many centimeters, like it's mind boggling what happens to our body. And we, we carry that potential in so many ways. Yeah. So I have, I have a question that I want to put out there to you because this is your jam. I've seen it in action and it's, it's actually quite inspiring. So my question is like, how? If anyone is listening and says, you know, that's such a beautiful idea. There are people in my life that could use a little bit more. Like I'm actually, now that you mention it, now that I'm seeing them, it looks like they could use you know, a bit of an embrace or a pick me up or the greatest gift we could give people is our time and our energy. We only have a limited amount of it and Mm -hmm. we can make more money. We could, we could make things stretch, but our time, the ability to build someone is probably the most meaningful thing we could ever do. Like the biggest impact we can make on the world is helping another person, helping a sister, picking her up, making Mm -hmm. her feel whole, making her feel loved, cherished, whatever it is. So the question is, how? Like, how could we all do this in our own way? How do you do it? Wow. So I think that I ask God, I ask Hashem to just keep giving me strength and energy and time to expand my strength and time. And I think that if you were to ask my family, sometimes I don't give them enough time. So I myself am working on boundaries. Like what is the most important thing right now? And sort of like starting with my inner circle and then moving out. I think it's really about, I think anyone should really be able to choose what drives them. This is what drives me. And I, I, I'll never forget, I was in my mid-20s, I was going to JFCS for therapy. My therapist was amazing. She gave me an exercise to do, and it was the most impactful exercise of my life. She had me write my own eulogy. Wow. And what it did, and I procrastinated the whole two weeks, the day I was going in for my follow-up appointment, I'm like, I, I got to bring my homework in. And I just sat down and I wrote and I looked at my eulogy and I said, I am not on track for where I want to be. So that was a very pivotal moment in my life to say, you got to get on track. So whatever people are passionate about, whatever your jam is, um, figure out who you want to be at the end of your life and take steps small steps to implement. So for me, creating space and helping others actualize their potential, I think it's really just about seeing others and and noticing them and getting you out of the way. It has to do, I think, a lot with ego and, and vulnerability and being a little bit fearless. Mm. and um, not feeling like you're going to look stupid. Like, you know, the, the, the videos, the carpool karaoke things that, that you say that you like. So I'm, I'm kind I'm silly. I, and I just don't, I, I don't care. I don't care if like my brothers for years called me and they're like, you need to stop doing those videos. 
they're like really embarrassing. I said, for you or for me? And, and I'm like, I don't care if it brings one or two people more joy in their life. I want to do that. Like, okay. Like, so what if I look silly to some people and people are rolling their eyes? Like in Hebrew, like what, what do I care? Like, they're not. Can, you, can I ask you a um, personal question? You don't need to answer. I'm curious what? how old you are. Because what, what you're describing is like, this is what you get when you own your maturity. What I've been told, I just turned 40. So I've been like a little bit nervous. About I got a decade on you. I just turned 50. Okay, well, this is what I've been hearing from people. They say the best is yet to come. I'm telling you, the best is yet to come. And I thought 40 was good. And so like, there's this concept of leaning in and like getting in and making your mark on life. At this point, I'm leaning back. I'm leaning back into the cradle of God. And I'm sort of going, I'm here. Let me be of service to you. Let me bring joy to other people. I'm just sort of like leaning back a little bit. You, you like stepped off that treadmill of the 30s or 20s, 30s. Like you oh. have to become, you have to like fit in, right? You could not pay me enough to go back there. Like, yeah, Absolutely. okay, fine. Like I had a lot more energy at 25. I was going for two weeks every day for these momentum retreats. And every night after the 18 hours or whatever, I'd like, crawl back to my room. I'm like, wow, I feel this. But in my head, I still feel young and vibrant. Like I'm 25 in my head. And I turn to my husband pretty much daily and go, I'm just getting started. Wow. So basically what you're saying is that your happiness, your fulfillment, you have it all inside of you. And now at this point, you're, you're just overflowing it. And your fulfillment really comes from helping other people flourish. Other people feel fulfilled. Other people feel supported. Is that, is that sure. your, your jam right now? Absolutely. And what I would say, I would add to that is that everyone has what they need. Everyone has what they need inside. And there's this idea of rediscovering you. So you have it. You have it. Just surround yourself with people that want to help uncover it and rediscover it. And maybe you hold up a mirror and show you. Yeah. You, you yeah. Got it, right? Like Just this like- is you. You got it. Every day when, when I heard the, the Rabbi Nachman, the quote, and I saw it and wake up every morning and I say, Moda'ani, I'm like, wait, if the creator of the universe gave me another day, he believes in me. If the creator of the universe believes in me, I got to bring it. Wow. I got to bring it every single day. And sometimes I fail. Mm. I do but I try to learn from it. There's no room, if you understand that and say that and internalize it, there's no room for a low self-esteem. Because if the creator of the world believes in you, who are you to say, no, 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 you're wrong. Exactly. I'll tell you something, a lesson that I learned from my rabbi, Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz. A couple years ago, I was on a momentum trip and every time I go to Israel, I meet with him. And I sat in his office and oh, we, we spoke about the world of, of Jewish outreach, right? I, I've trained under him. I sat in his classes for years. My husband got smicha from him, got yeah. ordination. And 
And I, you know, I don't only want to call him up when there's problems, right? I also want to tell right. him when things are good. I'm a little nachos. Yeah, exactly. So we're sharing some of the good things, some of the hard things. And he said to me, Eve, you know what the most important thing is, you know, because you think and you get trained and you think you're going to go out there and change the world in such a huge way. Like you're going to bring everyone closer to Judaism. He said, before we even do that, before we even teach Aleph Bet to somebody, first, we need to wake up their heart. We need to make them feel. That's all you need to do. Just, just have people feel. And he said this also about his rabbinical students that were in his program. He said, before he gives them all the teachings of how to go out there and change the world first he needs to make sure that their heart is beating yeah it's so fundamental and i see it like the relationships that we're always struggling with as as threefold okay i, I this is how i live my life it's it's first you need to be strong and know who you are and then you could take it outward to the world extend yourself go out there make a change in the world and then there's also upward they kind of all go together without the inward without knowing who you are the divinity that you hold within you i I don't think we could extend ourselves we're on you know sort of survival mode i don't think we have anything i think you can but i think it could crumble the foundation isn't there like what are you holding on to so and people give for different reasons so if you've got your insides straight the outward and the upward is going to come no matter what this is a little embarrassing but i remember one time throughout it's funny i've been an educator for over a decade probably 15 years going back to when i lived in israel and there have been times in my life that i'm struggling so much in my parenting and in my marriage like you want me to teach about it i can't right, right. I, I can't like i just like totally. i come to my marriage class Bars. and i'm like guys I'm in a huge fight with my husband today. So we're going to talk about something else. Let's talk about the Parsha. <laughs> we're not going to talk about a really good marriage right now. But no. <laughs> actually, it may be the good thing to say, hey, things are tough. It's not always going to be rosy. I'll tell you what not to do. Okay. But right. I remember a couple of years back, my husband looked at me and I was struggling. I can't remember what I was struggling with at that moment. But my husband said, Eve, if you figure this out for yourself, you'll be so much more powerful for the people that you want to help. We need to know who we are. We need to walk strongly in this world. And then we could really open ourselves up and make space for other people. We're not feeling intimidated when when we're scared that someone is going to take away our light. Like if we give to others, we will be less. And as leaders, like you and I, we're both momentum educators. We're leaders in, in different ways. I kind of feel like we're not trying to build followers. We're trying to build leaders. Absolutely. And everyone in the momentum retreat, we say, if you are a mom, you are a leader already. Like a leader doesn't have to be an extrovert or, you know, vibrant personality and like dancing on stage everywhere and, you know, speak, be an order like Martin Luther King. Like, no, there are many different types of leaders and that's what for sure momentum is trying to help develop with people, like for sure. Right, strong leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Well, this was a lot of fun. I kind of think of that quote about planting a seed. I think this is a quote that I once heard that they tried to bury us, but they didn't realize that we were flowers or we we were roses. So I kind of feel in the same vein with seeds. Like when you take a seed and you nurture it, amazing things could flourish, right? It takes a nurturer. 
You know, it takes someone to to kind of make space for that, to not discard it because it's not growing quickly enough or or it's not looking, you know, like up to par or whatever. It's just to really make space and have patience and be consistent and, and dedicated to the mission of helping things grow. And yes. I think that's what the world needs. I don't know, Judy, I think there's a lot of loneliness. This is what I hear from, from my women, from my community, especially now after a hard year yeah. of isolation. You know, people are feeling lonely and down. And I think the job of the hour is really to start building people up again, coming back mm -hmm. together. Just even a smile to someone could really lift their spirit. I think you should do more dance parties, definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> let me let me know what what uh, more dance parties and what songs and 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 we're we're there. But yeah, I think to your first question, like how do you do it? It's the little things. It's noticing and being aware of people and and giving them space, giving them a very authentic compliment or smiling at a stranger or if you're at the grocery store putting your phone down when you're checking out and actually looking at the cashier and yeah. saying hi how's your day it's that simple wow it's an exchange right i see you i see you that's beautiful well thank yeah. you this was, this was great i definitely got a lot out of this and i just want you to know how much i admire you i i really i see you I see your I video. see you too. Oh, it is wow. it is a mutual love fest. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. And yeah, this was fabulous. Lots of fun. Thank Always you. fun with you, Judy. Thank Take you, Eden. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening. We value that you are a part of our community. Be sure to check out our other podcast episodes. And to learn more about the work that we do at Inspired Jewish Women please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website at www.inspiredjewishwomen.com. Notice that we use the word woman and not woman in plural because Jewish women are most powerful when we bond together and we together can create amazing positive changes in the world. Bye for now. Hope to see you again soon so we could continue this conversation.